All right. Best Friends Fan Cast, which is the podcast dedicated to this podcast. No. Yes. Wow. Marin doesn't have that, does he? That's awesome. <laughs> he doesn't have anything like that. Holy shit. It's very, it's very, very sweet and flattering. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry, and this week we will talk about the Monday show with Greg Fitzsimmons and the Thursday show, Allie Michelle's Rad Parties, Daniel's Morning Beverage, Bathroom Steve, plus we will talk a little bit about the Patreon bonus episode and the live stream show, and of course we'll get to some of our favorite JMOs, but first I would like to introduce fellow best friend, the highest Patreon supporter to date, ultra fan, Lil Rafi, Rafael Castaneda. Welcome. AKA the human poop emoji. How are you, Lisa? I'm good. I'm so glad that you're here and we can chit chat about so much stuff to talk about this week. And I know I I teased the whole, uh, I want to talk about my Craigslist piece of shit guy that I met, but on this episode, there's so much stuff to get to that I wanted to, I'm so excited about that. We'll just have to do that another time. But um, first, I wanted to, since you and I are both Patreon supporters, obviously you're you're better fan than I am. I saw that on the on the website, by the way. That's how I know. <laughs> how did you see that? Because I didn't know till she told me. Really, I went on. Why did I go on? Oh, I was buying something on Amazon. Which all of you guys, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, go to her her website, AllisonRosen.com, and click on the banner. And I went to that section and I saw your name on there, and I'm like, ah. Oh, Oh, he is the one. <laughs> I already had a feeling that you were the one highest one. But yeah, so I saw that on there. I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was a surprise to me. Um, I knew I was supposed to be on the website, but I didn't know when or where. So uh, she had to tell me. I think she told me in the in the gift card package, in the gift card package, in the uh, Patreon Ultra, or oh, <laughs> In the fan pack, fan club package. Let's just call it the ultra fan package. <laughs> Did we uh, talk about that, by the way, on the last two episodes ago about our awesome Patreon gifts that we got? I don't know. I don't think we did. No, I I urge anybody. There's so much content and extra stuff by being a Patreon supporter. And um, the, the gifts, I mean, everything, everything about it is so amazing. And I think she enjoys doing the Patreon stuff. I, it sounds to me like she does based on hearing her say it. But also she makes it so interactive every single day. There's something you she either posts something in the feed or, you know, the live stream was awesome. So we first of all, we all be got, got to become friends with her on Facebook, which is I don't know. Everything that she does just makes everything more and more just, I don't know. It's so surreal and crazy. And I wrapping my mind around it is just blows my mind how much she does for all of her fans. But the live stream was really fun. I know you were part of it and she just, you know, answered questions and Daniel was there and Wendy was there. It really felt like you're just sitting there, you know, Skyping with one of your friends. It was just really fun. And the bonus episode um, I don't want to talk too much about what she talked about because I think people should become supporters to hear it, but I definitely wanted to tease it a little bit. We were her little crumb cakes 
and she talked a little bit about a little bit about everything really but you know yeah sorry fans sent questions in and she answered them basically was the premise of it right that's what i was gonna say is for like a week or whatever before she was asking for questions and and then she asked for even more questions and i was like and me and megan were texting we're like uh i was thinking maybe it was gonna be like 30 to 45 minutes but if she was trying to do an hour, we should ask way more questions. And then she's like, oh, you think it'll be an hour? And I was like, I don't know. Who knows? And then it turned out being like a full-length episode, like an hour, 30 or 40. Yeah, so it's it was definitely awesome. worth it. Definitely awesome. Definitely worth it. And I thought the same thing. I thought it was going to be like 30 minutes, um, just going to run through the questions. But she went in detail about a lot of things like Corolla stuff and, you know, just a lot of behind-the-scenes the things that were – it was just – it was another great show. And what was really cool is kind of like that, you know, she started to do that weekend show for, I don't know how many weeks she did it for, where it was just her and Daniel chit-chatting or whatever. And it was very much kind of like that, but it was just her, you know, talking. And it was very, it was fun. It was just, I don't know. If you love Allison Rosen, then you're going to love it. And I imagine anyone that is listening to this, they must be Patreon supporters. Because if not, you're really fucking up right now. Like, <laughs> you forget about this show. Go Right. Be a fan of hers and sign up for Patreon and then come back to us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we'll talk all about it. I, I don't know. What level do you have to be to, to hear the bonus episodes? Is that the $10? $5 and up, you get the extra podcast each month. And $10 and up is the exclusive monthly live stream. Ooh. Also on the bonus episode, they played the deleted tweets for the one and only Raphael. And uh, they, it was very jingle heavy, which I was very happy. I was, they, we got my guest is here. We got deleted tweets. We got uh, there was another song I can't remember which one, but it was it was great. And also, in the live stream, it was great because it was just like the I, I wasn't around for the UStream days, but I watched them on YouTube every now and then, and uh, it was just like that. And Daniel and Allison were like swaying back and forth to the music. It was perfect. It was very cute. <laughs> It was. It was just and, like sitting in their living room with them. Yeah, and Wendy was there, and she was super cute. And every time she barked, I thought it was a drop, and I thought, oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm telling you, in person, it sounds like the drop. <laughs> okay, we get it. You... <laughs> we get it. Um, yeah, I thought that was – finally, there's confirmation that the, all the extra jingles and the, her bringing it back is thanks to you. So I thought that was very, very nice. I don't know if it was because of me. She said it on the goddamn show. <laughs> I don't think she said it in those words. She was just saying, said, hey, you like you. this song? Here you go. This is for but you, not, Raphael. <laughs> brought it back because of you. Well, I think it kind of like went to, to the side. You know, there's a lot of times you're like, why aren't they playing the jingles when they talk about this or that? And you made it known. You've spoken. And then now it has been changed. So I can, one can only guess it's for you. <laughs> yeah, and, they, and we got TV time on Thursday, so... That was good, too. That was really good. Um, yeah, so let's talk about the Greg Fitzsimmons show. I thought thought it was funny that they kind of started out with a little bit, not bickering, but a little bit of a joking about how many times she's been on his show. And it's funny because in my mind, it was she was right that it was only like two. <laughs> and he thought, oh, more than five. So, uh, you know, in the end, I think they, they both lost. <laughs> I think it was four. Yeah, I thought for sure it would have been two, maybe three. 
Right. And now that makes me kind of want to go back and listen because apparently I don't remember all her appearances on there. I know. And I had the same thing where I thought, well, okay, I thought it was two, not not too many. Like since she had been fired, I thought it was just a couple of times. I didn't remember four. So it made me want to go back also. But their, their chemistry is very, very good. I know a lot of people on Twitter were talking about it, um, that they need to have their own show. And I know Allison's talked about it. But also she mentioned, well, maybe Greg just has great chemistry with everybody. And if you listen to a show, he really does. But that doesn't mean that they wouldn't do an awesome show together. I don't want to say what I want to say. (laughs) 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 I'm going to take a sip of water and Raphael can put his foot in his mouth. (laughs) Yeah. I think I I said it on here before that I'm not the... Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Uh, I'm not like the biggest Greg Fitzsimmons fan, but they are good together. And obviously, if they had a weekly show together, I would listen. But the fact that it's not happening is also not exactly crushing me right now. <laughs> like, if she said, like, oh, me and Jen have been thinking of doing a show, I would be freaking out. I'll take all the Allison I can get. So if they do this show, I will be a, I'll be a listener. Um, they talked a little bit about drinking alcohol, which it's fun. It's funny to hear Allison talk about it because I just cannot picture her drinking and being the person that she was before. I mean, I would love to have a few drinks with her someday. That would be awesome. But I just can't picture her being like that out of control crazy person can you no she doesn't seem to me like someone who like when I look at her I don't think she drinks you know what I mean I don't know I don't have too much to say on her drinking but I do have some thoughts on Greg (laughs) Um, yes so he's a sober guy and if you remember uh back when uh Allison was still on the former employer show the former employer was trying to get him to drink his drink yes and he's like no are you like are you crazy like I've been sober for I forget how long like 20 years or something right but then he I guess maybe he's not his problem isn't too serious with drinking because he said he's taking drugs for his colonoscopy and I know certain like addicts and whatnot they can't take they won't take anything you know what I mean Oh, yeah. Because they can so easily relapse. And then not only that, he mentioned he can't wait till he can get to the age where he can have a few drinks at the end of the night. And so I was thinking, how serious was his drinking and drug problem? And Yeah, I was kind of surprised about that also because listening to a show, I definitely know that he had a huge problem with drinking. I think, I, I guess the drugs too. I think that comes with being a comic though and being in that environment, but... It did surprise me that he can't wait to do it again. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. I can't wait to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it right now. Um, no, I'm not. I was pretty surprised about the, some of the stories he's told. You know, I think he was just fast and loose with his, with his sex and his, you know, everything. Yeah, I just can't picture. I mean, it's funny because he and Allison both at one point were the same you know, and imagine if they would have, I just can't picture either of them being like that. I, I, I don't know. It was weird, but I did think it was funny. They, they played the news jingle, the news jingle. And he said, what is this? The Chinese news? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're, cause they were talking about the Stanford hard alcohol band band. <laughs> yeah. It's a really cool band. I love that one. The ban on hard alcohol. Then they started talking about rape and then it kind of got into, it kind of got into a deeper, deeper side of things. Um, one thing I didn't like 
or one thing I didn't agree with Greg saying that drinking makes people rapey. I think that people are either rapey or they're not. And I think that alcohol can definitely blur the lines of saying yes and no. And, you know, if two people are drunk and blacking out, I, who knows what, you know, is really happening. You can't really say a hundred percent, you know, and Allison's talking about possibly being raped by this guy, but maybe not. And that's how scary being that drunk is. Yeah, that, so this is kind of a just me or everyone, but, and it's funny because I would never be in this situation. You're like, I have never been a racist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, there's, man, I got, uh, this is quite the episode to uh, be talking about, but I have a fear of being falsely accused of rape, just kind of how Al was saying he has like that fear of being falsely accused for murder. I don't think this would ever happen to me. I do have a, a story about a drunken girl, but I don't, if I do tell it, I would edit it out anyway. <laughs> but the, the thing that I got listening to the story was she, okay, so she was saying that at some point she remembers like inviting him in or something like that, but then that she doesn't remember up until she wakes up and, you know, he's on top of her. As someone, I'm sure you know, Lisa, <laughs> oh, as <great>. someone. <laughs> Who has been blackout drunk, you can still be up and walking around and talking. Yes. And just not remember it. Right. Totally. Now, I don't know what happened in Allison's case, but if she, the way they kept saying is they kept saying lose consciousness. And that's different. If you hear losing consciousness, you would think they're not moving. For me, from when I've been blackout drunk, I would say. I was just blacked out. I don't remember it, but I was still doing things. So right. one time I was, there was this guy who I was not particularly friends with, but this day that I was blackout drunk, we went to the liquor store and came back and we were like drinking shots together and hugging and being very <laughs> friendly. And my friends were like, you know, you were like being super friendly with him. Right. And I was like, get out of here. And they're like, yeah, like for like a couple hours. And I was like, I don't remember shit. Like, I don't remember that at all. So I don't know what happened in Allison's case, but if you've been blackout drunk, you can, you know that you can do things that you don't remember. Absolutely. There's been plenty of times where I've had people tell me, you know, you said this or you did that. I'm like, what? That's so like not in my, first of all, I don't even, wouldn't, I don't even have those words in my brain or that kind of act. Like, that's not something I do. What does that even and, you know, super crazy. And the way she said it, it did sound to me more like blacking out and forgetting instead of being raped. But it's kind of that line, like I said, is kind of blurry because for all he knew, she could have been like, for all we know, she could have been saying, oh, yeah, let's do it. And she just blacked out. Or if she's passed out or like you said, unconscious, that's different. But then also, I don't know. It's it's. Let's just stay sober, people. That's that's the moral here. <laughs> well, yeah, and then that brings us back to the 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 uh, college thing. So now they're moving away from no means no. They're moving towards like yes means yes and like oh, enthusiastic consent. So like, <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's it doesn't sound good like. Uh, may I have sex with you? And they're supposed to be like, yes, please. But Sign on the dotted line. Exactly. So it's so weird, but it just 
so that this doesn't happen, and you yes think, means yes. And you think about, like, when you're wasted or drunk, like, there's not very many thoughts that go from A to B, and they're like, well, hold on, let's be responsible here for a minute and right. talk this over. It's just that doesn't, I mean, lucky for me, well, here's here's where I'm lucky. I put myself in so many situations like that when I was younger, being drunk, being around people that are definitely rapey, um, and none of that ever happening to me that I know of, which is kind of shocking to me. Um, the times that I, I've talked a little bit about it on mental illness and some other things, you know, I have been raped before, but I was very sure that it happened because I was sober and I, I know the difference between, but also it was with you know, a boyfriend. So it was kind of like a weird, like, uh, okay. You know what I mean? It's not like some stranger in an alley or something, which is total. There's so many different kinds, I guess is what I'm trying to say that it's just, I don't know. The whole thing is just icky. I don't know. I didn't even know where to go from here, but I've definitely been the needy fat girl and the fat girl minded, I guess, you know, where, I think even Allison said, you know, being with married guys or whatever. And I definitely did that too. And I didn't have, I didn't have the illusion that I would ever be with them. It was more, I didn't have to make a commitment to them and it was easier to do that. And I justified it in my mind, my crazy mind that that was like, okay, somehow it's like, ugh. oh yeah, this, by the way, this brings me back to the episode that you and Leanne did. Um, not this last one, but, uh, the other time. Uh-huh. And you were talking about what bad things had you guys done. And I was like, thank God I'm not on this episode because you both were like, yeah, we're pretty good. I'm like, of course, Leanne's so sweet. Like, you know, just she tells it like it is, but not like in a bitchy way. She's like, she's honest. She is what a true honest person is. And she just was raised differently. And I just kept thinking of like the hundreds of things that I could be saying. <laughs> Oh, horrible. I got quite the uh, episode to be on. Like, I don't want to I don't want to say anything that would make me like a rape apologist. But then again, I I can see both sides in Allison's story. Right. I and I think coming from the fact that I I guess that's kind of my point of being being blackout drunk and being that person and also having been raped, how totally different those things are that, but it can't dismiss that it might've happened. It's just such the two sources are two drunk people, you know, and her saying that, you know, they ran into each other before and everything was like, whatever in his mind, he probably just thought they were drunk having sex. Maybe he didn't even know that she didn't know. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, that's such a gray area that, and it's got to be hard. It's got to be hard for a guy. Um, it's got. It's hard for both, but it's hard for a girl to get raped. And then it's also, it's hard for a guy to, to be scared of being accused of it. And yeah. what, what lines to not cross, you know, because their lines could be very, I don't know. I don't know. Allison was so, so brave to talk about it. And she said that she's written about it before. You know, people on Twitter have been saying, like, you know, women don't talk about it enough. And this happens all the time. So, I mean, it's great that she she talked about it. I think it's great, I, too. I, 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 I don't remember her talking about it before. And it's funny because she, every time she talks about being that drunk girl, I always think she must have some sort of a story of that happening. Because, like, they're, everybody's saying it. It is something that's common. I think 
you go into it thinking, oh, I really like this guy. I want to do this. Or you're just drunk and have no whatever. And it's just, I'm sure it happens a lot more than anybody talks about. So it is, it definitely was brave of her to say that because people judge people for things happening to them, which is unfortunate. I mean, obviously putting yourself in a bad situation doesn't mean you deserve it, but you know, maybe not do that. But still there are some times that you just are in situations and, and it happens and nobody talks about it because they don't want to make people feel uncomfortable or whatever the reason is. And I'm glad that she did bring it up. Same. <laughs> so, uh, Greg equated orgasms to surfing, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> About like taking this wave or like waiting for the next one. I thought that's really funny. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. Uh, I don't even remember that part. <laughs> He's like, do we ride this wave out or catch the next one? Like hold on to, you know, a better one or whatever. And I thought that was really funny. Um, but, the, you know, and they talked about having sex with your husband or wife and not shutting them down. And I, I totally agree with that. And I think. What he was saying is, is just like, talk it out. Like, just, you know, say, maybe this time right now is not this. It's not you. It's just, I'm having this issue. But it's funny that it brought up Allison bringing up UTIs and yeast infections. And that is something that, not that I have all the time, but it's something that when somebody, let's say like my husband wants to have sex and I don't want to be like, sorry, I have a UTI. Like, I don't want to talk about it. You know what I mean? Or you just want to like ride this wave out like, hey, I'm just going to, I'm too tired right now or whatever. And then like she was saying for UTIs, you have to take a certain medicine, which will give you a yeast infection, which that is like a seven day process. So then it's like now you have to turn them down for a whole week. And like you don't want to say that. You know what I mean? It's like you just want to have like a sign up like do not disturb or something. Because <laughs> you already aren't having sex for a whole week out of the month. Now it's another week. I don't know. It's a whole... Guys, it's really hard to be a girl. A whole week. How would a man survive? I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess there's always the but. Um, Sorry. Every time I say something like that, I think of Leanne going, oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) And she's so not judgy, but I just think of her going, really? (laughs) Um, I had had to mute myself. Uh, like, but see, like Jennifer said, we need more Rafi, so. Like I, like I said on that one episode, it sucks to be a woman. The more time goes on, the more I believe this to be true, because women get the, the short end of the stick when it comes to everything. I don't have to worry about any infections. I don't have to worry. I don't have to worry about anything, really. I thought it was pretty funny that Allison mentioned that when she was in, I think, high school, she got a yeast infection because she was wearing a leotard. <laughs> yes. Um, one, why was she wearing a leotard? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> two, wearing a leotard can give you a yeast infection? Ugh. I've heard it from, like, tight jeans, tight clothes. Because um, the girl needs to breathe, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, it's not, I'm telling you, being a woman, you have to do this dance between, like, sexy and disgusting things. (laughs) Or if you're Greg, they just merge together. (laughs) I know, he would probably get off on it. It's funny, when you first said Greg, I thought you meant Heller. I'm like, uh, (laughs) I think he'd be like, no, I don't want to have sex. I don't feel like having a conversation about sex right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 
so and that that uh is another thing i wanted to talk about is that greg is pervy but he can get away with it why do you think that is yeah why is that i don't know that's true there are certain guys or people that i guess more a guy thing like when there are guys that are pervy it's like ew but then there's some guys it's like it's endearing or something like why is that i don't know i mean you're the one who's in love with him you tell us Ah, damn it You know, I've moved on to greener pastures, but maybe I'll talk about that later. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I still, yeah, who, who am I fooling? He's still, I, I don't, he holds a, a nice place in my heart. I can't even talk. See, I'm already getting stumbling over my words. Did you watch Sex in the City? Oh, yeah. Okay. Greg asked her, what are you, 42? And she goes, oh, I'm 41. <laughs> and it just reminded me of this episode. I'm so going to edit this out. No, it's saying. <laughs> there's, there's an episode of Sex in the City where, what is that dancer guy, Mikhail Burishnikov? Oh, yes. Uh, he plays a character in there, and then he's, uh, Carrie is like dating him kind of, and he goes, like, uh, What are you, 38? And then she goes, I feel like I was just shot by a 38. And yes. I remember <laughs> that, that, that line really stuck with me. And it, I was like, You never mention a woman's age like that. Never. It was so funny that he was just like, What are you, 42? Yeah. It's funny because he likes to pinpoint, he likes to guess the Asian. That's one of his big things. And then he also likes to guess a girl's bra size. Did you say guess the Asian? Correct. <laughs> what does that mean? Like which brand of Asian that they are? Like, oh. so he, that didn't sound right, but, um, so he'll say, you know, and he does this at his shows. He'll say, oh he even did it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you're, uh, you're Cambodian or you're Thai or you're whatever. He's very good about picking Whatever it is, and guessing uh, women's bra sizes. So I think in his mind, he's like, "What are you, forty-two? Like he's gonna win a prize?" When really, it's like, "Don't." <laughs> Number yeah, one, gonna, don't. <laughs> Maybe if I say, ask what, you, is he like working at the at the fair? Like, <laughs> guess your weight and age or something. Yeah, that's funny. They have they have that now at Knott's Berry Farm here. Uh, one of the little games that you can play it's guess the age guess your weight and there's something else and i'm like oh yeah that's what i'm gonna go do right now because i want to win a stupid prize (laughs) please guess my weight i really want to feel good about myself for the rest of the day (laughs) yeah 42 which is funny it brings me i i don't know if i sent this jmo in or or not but i always up my age in my mind and whenever someone asks me i'll say i'm almost the next age up and then I think all year that I'm one year older than I am. I don't know what that is, but maybe when I stop getting carded, I'll stop doing that. <laughs> you know, we'll talk about the JMOs later, but I couldn't be more excited that how excited Greg was about this show existing for Allison's show. I was so excited about that. Just the mention of it. I think it's so generous of Allison to even mention our show at all. And because, you know, she didn't ask for it. It's not like her plan. If it was, it might be totally different. Who knows? But I think for her to mention it is just, I mean, she sounded honestly happy about it. I don't know. It felt pretty good. It was great that he was, uh, you know, she's like, oh, your show doesn't have that. Or Marin doesn't have that. Right. And, um, and going back to their little bet, um, He's going to give her a Fitzdog Radio mug. And if he wanted a mug of her show, he couldn't have one. They only exist on the black market. And you have to know the right people. Yep. And I got one. Thank God. Unscrupulous people who (laughs) bootleg her merchandise. And by the way, Greg, why don't you have t-shirts? 
I mean, come on. I would wear the shit out of that thing. I do have one thing I wanted to talk about, but I don't remember how they got into it. They were talking about Bob Marley being a bad dad or something. Oh, yeah, they were. I just wanted to talk about that because I don't like reggae. I don't like Bob Marley. <laughs> I'm sure he was a all about the peace and whatnot. But, <laughs> well, see, I, I struggle with that because then people 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 are like, oh, it's like all about peace and love and, and shit like that. But it's not because these Rastafarians are like really kind of extreme about their views. And I was watching a TV show called Gaycation uh, on Viceland. It's really good. It has Ellen Page and her friend and they like travel around and kind of see how it is to be gay in different parts of the world. And they go to Jamaica. Weird. It's a good show. You should check it out. They went to Jamaica and they're talking with this guy who's like a Rastafarian leader. And they're like, oh, yeah, being a Rastafarian is all about love and peace and love everybody. We're all equal. What about gays? We beat them. We chase them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Fatty boys. Like, I was like, oh, that was a quick 180. Uh, so, you know, I can't really. I mean, for one, I don't like the sound of reggae, but I can't I can't get behind Bob Marley's message even if I was into into it, because it's it's bullshit. It's just like everyone, all these religions that say we love everyone, we're all God's children, unless you're this or this, right? And fuck you, and you should die, and you're going to hell. Uh, that's why I wrote that down, and also just because, like, uh, a lot of people that we like, like John Lennon or whatever, also a scumbag. Steve Jobs, kind of a scumbag. <laughs> so. I mean, I it's like very these. true. There are a lot of people that I love their work, but I don't want to know anything about their lives. And I think that's why this whole internet thing, like when I watch a movie, I'm not on my phone, like looking up everybody's business and like who's with who and who's whatever. I'd want to be so far into the movie that if I know stuff more about their personal lives, I, I get out of the movie or the show or whatever is the music. I don't want to hear because it just speaks to me. I don't want to hear about that. They're deadbeat dads. Cause I'm pretty sure they all are, <laughs> but you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and then there's always that, you know, you got to separate the art from the artist and I don't know, at some point you can't, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I just wanted to talk about that a bit. I was big a big hater of reggae and making fun of it. And I also don't like their views, but there's one person, two people, Brittany and Buck. They took me to a show and I can't remember the guy's name right now. And she's going to be like, it's blah, blah, blah. But anyways, um, and I can see the side that of musically that it's very good, what they're, they're into. But other than that, it can suck a dick. But that's it. Also, I just want to say hi to Brittany. Yes, hi, Brittany. And I'm sorry that I kept calling you Ashley. But your name is Brittany Ashlyn. And my brain is simple. <laughs> so it combined them into Ashley. It is, like she said, it's better than Bridget. Yeah, I would never make that mistake. That's crazy. Yeah, that that is crazy. All right, let's talk about the Thursday episode what a fun episode first of all we were her little bagel bites and it sounded like she said bangle bites but no one said anything so i thought okay it's bagel bites it's not some new like new some new tire striped <laughs> treat <laughs> um so no greg on the show super depressing and i thought but after the show was over still a great show and which a lot of times when people are missing i'm like ah it's missing that person i kind of like gear up for it to not be as great and it's always great so um, definitely missed him. It was a great show. Uh, Daniel talking about having headaches all the time. I've had this headache for going on like a week now and I cannot figure out why, but I think I figured it out today. So I've had allergies my whole life, horrible, horrible allergies. And maybe this is something that Daniel has, maybe his is stress related. 
I know mine is too, probably because, you know, money's been a little weird this past couple, two months. So there's been a lot of stress, but my allergies are so bad that I've tried every single drug, every single prescription, everything, remedy, whatever it is to get rid of them. Everyone talks about those neti pot things and I've really not wanted to try it because it scares the shit out of me to shove salt water up my nose. But I finally tried it and I fell in love with it. So I started doing it every single day and now I have this headache that won't go away. Like Advil won't even cut through it. It's crazy. So I don't know if I'm stirring things up or solving a problem or making it worse. No idea. I've thought about using an Eddie Pop, but that also sounds, it sounds like, I don't know. It feels like somehow I'm going to pour water into my brain or something and I'm going to die. <laughs> but no, and it, it also, it's kind of gross to me. It is super gross because my husband's like, you need to try this. You need to try this. I'm like, I don't even want to talk about it. It's so disgusting. Like the whole thought of it. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to finally, because I really hate how, how nasally my voice is. And I even told him this the other day, especially doing this show and hearing back. There are certain words that I say that I cannot stand the way I sound. Which ones? And I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> so you can put it on a loop. <laughs> but I need a ringtone for you, Lisa. <laughs> Oh my God, I would literally shoot myself. I thought, well, maybe if I clear out my sinuses, then I won't, then I can sound more clear. You know, I listen to the way Allison sounds. She enunciates her words so well, and she is such a clear speaker. And I keep thinking that's obviously I don't want to be her, but I would love to have that as to have a more clear sound and more less nasal basically. So anyway, so I, I started doing that and I, it's amazing what it did for me. But then I know I have this headache and I'm scared to do it again. And it's the weirdest feeling to do it at first. And then it's like, oh my gosh, I've never been able to like just take a breath in and not like have resistance. And it was amazing. I was also on my period last week. So I thought, well, that's why I have a headache and that's why I'm so tired. But now I'm afraid I have like some crazy brain infection. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Daniel uses a neti pot, but it was just interesting that he's talking about having these crazy headaches and I'm dealing with the same thing. So I don't know if it's seasonal or like what's going on. For the record, I think your voice isn't nasally. <laughs> your voice is very pleasant. <laughs> and um, maybe you should put some bleach in your water. <laughs> What the hell was that? I love how he's making his bleach cocktail and she's just like lackadaisical about, well, so you're going to drink bleach then? Like that's what's going on here? <laughs> so when I was listening to this, I thought it was funny. So I decided to Google it. Can drinking and then it finished bleach kill you? According to a website, it said that drinking bleach can cause nausea, chest pain, <laughs> low blood pressure, delirium coma and potentially death oh okay is um, that a no shit sherlock.com <laughs> right <laughs> and then allison mentioned nadia komanichi or something like that like a gymnast who drank bleach after she like won gold in the olympics that was interesting because i wonder how much bleach she drank because also this site mentioned that it can cause like kind of chemical burns to like your tissues um i wonder how extensive the damage was to this girl because now she, she's still alive and she looks perfectly healthy so that's insane to me i don't even buy bleach because of the fumes burning my lungs like i'm so scared of it it's funny that they started talking about the intervention or whatever that show is <clears throat> where they talked about the girl that drank bleach or people that eat weird things and i definitely i saw one of those where the girl was using bleach to brush her teeth or maybe that was <laughs> that stupid gypsy show why am i admitting i watched that anyways 
she used bleach to like brush her teeth with or something and her teeth were so gr- she looked like Kramer after the cigars <laughs> he looked all craggly <laughs> she looked like that it's like oh my god people have to know it's caustic like that's not something you put in or on your body I don't understand why that's even a thing I mean people are messed up and you know that's just their thing and I saw somebody tweet Daniel whose wife is a dental hygienist there we go she said that was like the worst thing to do to put your mouth guard in there is just to do diluted um, mouthwash with water and soak it in that and that's fine I thought that was interesting that he was doing that and I don't know just the conversation between Daniel and Allison is just so funny like just I really am just picturing them just having this conversation about his bleach intake. <laughs> I, I forgot that that's why he did it for the mouth guard. But yeah, there's nothing that I want super clean that is going to go in my mouth that I need to bleach it. <laughs> right. If, if, it was, if it needed to be that clean, I'd rather not do it. I think I'm a hygienic person, but I'm not going to fucking bleach like my toothbrush or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking of putting disgusting things in, our, in ourselves, uh, Colonel Jeff, the polite puker, almost puker, and his... And his soy milk lily pad <laughs> is so disgusting. Yeah, I, I don't even drink soy milk. And I, I think soy, well, now, I mean, it changes all the time. But I think soy is actually not good for you. Right. I think it's got too much, uh, what's the female thing? Estrogen. Mm-hmm. For men, I think they can grow boobs. But, um, <laughs> you're, you know, it's a very technical term. I'm a medical professional. But. Uh, yeah, we usually in this house don't really drink milk. Um, it's, if we even have it, it would be almond milk, soy milk, coconut milk or whatever, but it's pretty rare. We're just not into the lactation or the fake version of it. Yeah, I have this thing. Okay. So I drink kombucha a lot and it has like a weird little phlegmy lily pad that kind of like that you drink. It's kind of at the end. Usually it seems like. And it's gaggy and like, oh, but I still drink it because I know it's it's fine, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I picture drinking that with soy milk. It's like, it has to be, by the way, it has to be really old for it to go bad because I've had soy milk for a very long time and it's still fine. Yeah, I was wondering, like, can it even go bad? But um, I guess it can. Yeah, I don't like drinking stuff like that. There's a Mexican drink called Atole. I don't know. Uh, how to describe it, but it's like it's like a very thick drink, Ooh. and it's actually pretty tasty. But I don't like the texture of it. Mm, like baking and, it into a, into a, like a muffin would be probably better. I don't know if you can do that because <laughs> I like drinking. I don't like drinking thick things. Like I don't understand people that are like I'm gonna have a shake with my whatever or like a thick so, like a yogurt drink. Like we went to Indian food the other day, and it was like this yogurty thick drink. It's like no or smoothies. I don't. I don't. I can drink a smoothie as itself, but not as a drink. It's just, you know what I mean? I don't know. Oh, that didn't really make sense, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I agree. Like, if I if I go to a restaurant, I can't get a milkshake as my drink. It has to be like a dessert. Right. But milkshakes and smoothies are fucking amazing. Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah, I can get on board on, on that bus. Did Jeff have boobs? <laughs> Damn it. No. And would you like that? <laughs> no. But he says he's so organized. I'm pretty surprised that he ate bad soy milk. Yeah, yeah I didn't know where like, it came from. It would have like the date on it. Yeah, and he probably throws it away like a week before the date. 
Oh, that's me with milk. If it's like the day before, I'll smell it and I'm like, mm, maybe. But if it's <laughs> the day of, I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'll yeah. The last time I drank milk, it was sour milk. And I don't know how I didn't smell it, but I drank it and it was thick. I'm like, okay. I'm good. I don't ever need to drink this ever again. I think that was 1993 or four. So yeah, let's talk about meeting Jeff, meeting everybody. It was amazing. So I went to see Jenna's stand up, her live show, which will be on Sirius uh, starting today, which we're recording on the second. But so when you hear this, it'll be a couple days ago, but it'll be on Sirius. You can get the app. I think you can have like a free trial month to listen to it, but the app is awesome. So we have Sirius, but it's in my husband's truck. So I'm not going to go drive around the block and listen to that. I would rather get the app and just listen to it. I have the times if anyone Ooh, yes. cares. So Saturday, September 3rd, it's at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern. Sunday, September 4th, it'll be on at 6 p.m. Eastern. And then Monday, it'll be on 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. I kept saying Eastern, but they're all Eastern times. I signed up for the free month. It was really easy. Um... And you can cancel any time. I'm so glad that you wrote down the times because that's really important. Um, let me take you on the journey of going to see Jenna, okay? Can I do this? Please. <laughs> okay, so first of all, thanks to Leanne M. Ward, for those of you that don't listen to this show, apparently. Um, she sent me a Facebook message and I've, I think a tweet, like a bunch of things. So like, Hey, Jenna's playing in LA. It's only 10 bucks. You need to go. So she sent it to Megan and I super fan Megan, of course. And so bought our tickets. And so then it was last Friday. So I'm going down. First of all, it's Friday night at four 30 or 5 PM, which is rush hour going to LA. So normally it would probably take about 45 minutes to get there. It took me an hour and a half. So I'm going down there and it's in kind of a shitty part of town. And I'm just like nervous as all get out because I'm thinking I'm going to meet Jenna. I've never met her before and I'm super nervous. I'm going to somewhere that I've never been before and I usually get lost and I'm probably going to meet Al too, but maybe he'll be at home. I don't know. So these are all the things going through my mind. Oh, and they're not serving drinks. So I'm like, okay, I need a break. <laughs> Obviously <laughs> they're not going to have drinks there. So I need to like bring something with me because I was so fucking nervous. So I get out of the car and I'm kind of lost and I have the general area of where I'm supposed to be, but there are about four or five like clubs that are all in the same building. And I am just kind of standing there on the corner. So I thought, well, I'm going to look like I know what I'm doing. So I'm just going to have my phone and text Megan and just be like, Oh, I'm here. And like, everything's awesome, which it really wasn't. And then I look up and who's driving by, but Allison and Daniel and I like shit my pants. <laughs> And she waved to me and I'm just like, oh my God, this is, this is going to happen right now. So I cross the street and act like I know where I'm going. And then I thought, okay, I'm just going to ask some people. So I was chit-chatting with people up front and then they tell me where to go. I go upstairs and there's Al standing by the door telling me, here, come on in here. So like him and I hugged and we met and it was just like, I felt like I was in a dream. It was just like, how is this happening? Like all of this is happening right now. So I go into the theater and... I go to the back row all the way to the back and there's a, so I go all the way to the back, but I leave one seat next to me on the right side, like next to the wall. And I think, okay, I'll let Megan sit there. And there's also like a window right there that goes to the back. 
because I thought, well, I don't want to sit in front of that window. Like, I don't know what's there. So I'll, I guess I'll just let me get <laughs> I guess that was my thought process. I don't even know. I wasn't even I pounded like a little bottle of whiskey um, right before I went upstairs, by the way. So you really so, make yourself sound like an alcoholic. I know. I, I'm trying not to. I swear I used to be straight edge. Um, <laughs> but I guess if, if you aren't now, you never were. But anyways, I needed that to calm my nerves. I had like a little tiny like shot of whiskey. Okay. Yeah, I'm an alcoholic, apparently. So I'm sitting there. Megan gets there, and I, like, wave to her. She comes and sits down. But before she's, she's turning to sit down, she looks behind her into that window and says, oh, hi. So I peek my head around the corner. It's Colonel Jeff Fox sitting right in that window. And I, the whole time, I'm, like, tweeting, oh, I'm here meeting blah, 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 and everything's crazy. And he's his head's, like, right behind me. <laughs> <laughs> And I look in there and I'm all, oh, fuck. I don't think he heard me say that, luckily, because all I do is peek my head in, say, oh, fuck, and then then turn around and sit back down. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, so this is happening, too. Cool. So now he's, like, right behind me during this whole thing. And I'm just, my nerves were just on, on, on edge. Everything was just. Anyway, so then Jenna comes out, she does her show, and she is so funny. She The show is really great, and I can't... Same thing with Allison, what Allison said is, I can't believe that she put all that together in such a short amount of time. To be able to do stand-up, number one, is something I can't even imagine. Number two, getting all that together in a short amount of time, a whole new set that lasted over an hour of funny jokes, and also being a new mom and doing all that. I mean, she's just like pretty amazing all of that just really amazing so it was really funny um when it was you know (laughs) i was nervous about my laugh being heard because i thought well what if i'm like the guffaw in between when there's nobody laughing (laughs) or you know i don't know i'm just picturing that jeff is like literally six inches behind me like that sounded weird a weird amount of (laughs) space (laughs) i can't talk (laughs) anyways okay so the show ends And I think, okay, I need to get a picture with everybody. And I brought some things for them to sign. I got a little pin. I actually got little pins for myself for LA Podfest that represented everyone in the Thursday gang. So I got a pineapple for Jenna. So I brought it with me for her to sign. And I also brought a Skittles box because when I met Allison and Daniel, I had a Skittles box and they both signed it. So then I had a new one and I had Al and Jenna sign it and also get pictures with them. Then Al's mom is there. So I'm chit-chatting with her. Megan and I are just like in fan hog heaven. Like it seriously felt like a dream. Like the weirdest, this theater's tiny. It's like fits 30 people. And we're just in there with all of the Thursday gang minus Greg, unfortunately. But meeting Jenna was so, she's just so sweet. And she's just so like, oh, I'm glad we finally get to meet. I mean, she's just, she's just an amazing person. And then Al too was, I, I, after I'd already met him and then the second time I was talking with him and got him to sign the box and everything. And then I went to shake his hand. He's like, Oh no, we're on a hugging, you know, we're hugging. I'm like, okay, (laughs) darn. So then I turn around and after I met Al's mom and I see Allison standing there and I think, okay, I'm going to go over and talk with her. But I go over there, her and Daniel are standing there and I'm just kind of, it was just the moment was just crazy. Her, she's asking me about being pregnant and she looks beautiful by the way. She's just like, I know they say like pregnant women are glowing and she totally 
was. She was glowing. She's beautiful. She's afraid she's gaining too much weight. And it's like she's looks like a pregnant, like she's pregnant. She doesn't look like she's a big old hefty lady. She just looks like she's so petite. And then she just has a baby bump. Like she's just like perfectly pregnant. But I was so nervous. Okay. So while I'm talking to her this whole time, Jeff is shutting down this everything, like taking down wires. He's moving around. He's doing much stuff. And the whole time I'm thinking I need to find a good time to say hello to Jeff (laughs) and not to like interrupt his work, but like, and not be super awkward. So by the time I'm done talking with Allison, everybody is gone out of the theater, except for Daniel, Allison, the Thursday gang. Okay. Everybody it's, the Thursday gang minus Greg and then Megan and I staying there and they're talking about, Oh, we're going to do a double recording on Monday. And like, they're just talking amongst themselves and her and I just keep looking at each other. Like, how are we still here? Like, why are we not escorted out of here? Like you don't belong here. So it was just like, we kept looking at each other, making eye contact. It was like, why is this happening? This is like so awesome. Then I finally, and I need to ask Megan what I exactly said to Jeff, (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) because I may or may not have said, may I say hi to you? May I introduce myself? Um, I, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I, I think I said, maybe, can I get a picture with you or can you sign something for me? I don't even know what I said. And he said, of course he was like super pleasant. And he said, yes. And I didn't, I didn't expect to see him. So I didn't have anything for him to sign except for my ticket to the show. So I had him sign that and got a picture with him and, and then I shook his hand and I said, I'm Lisa. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just like so nerdy. Like I was so nervous to meet him that I didn't get a picture with Daniel and Allison. Like with Allison, really? I even had things for Allison to sign. Spoiler for gifts for you and for for Megan. And I had it with me because so I thought, oh, I'll get to sign at Ellie Podfest. So I thought, no, I'll just do it here. And then I totally forgot because I was trying to get the the balls to go talk to Jeff. Oh my gosh. So then we leave and I, her and I are just like bumbling idiots. Like just we're walking down the street and just like, she stops and just like puts her hands on her knees and is just like, well, how is this happening right now? And then we look up and Allison and Daniel are waiting to cross the street and we're like, let's just be cool. You know? So we are like arm in arm. Let's go see what else we can do in LA. So we're just trying to be cool. And she had ridden her bike there. So then we're trying to push her bike into my car. Like, we're just, we're just so not cool. (laughs) But, but it was the most awesome night. We went to go see Greg Fitzsimmons after that, which was hilarious. He was so funny. And it was like one of the best nights I've had. And I cannot wait for LA Podfest if it's even like 10% as fun as that night was. I didn't expect to go on so long winded, but that night was so much fun. It was so great. And I know I was texting you and I'm like, oh my God, this is happening. And Megan's like, oh my God, he's going to be so mad that he's not here right now. I'm like, I know. First of all, you have no idea how jealous I am that you guys went. This weekend being Labor Day weekend is a year ago when I met them as well. And it was so fun at Bumbershoot. And I got to meet we met all the same people, um, except for I met Trap Dog. Um, Jenna was super nice. Al was great. Yeah, and I was super nervous also to meet them. You know, when when you when you when you're just like talking to nice people, you know, they really they disarm it very quickly. So I can't wait to see them again at Podfest and see you and Megan and every other fan that's going to be there. Yeah, I'm I'm so so jealous that I didn't get to go. 
for this. Oh my gosh. And one other thing that happened that night that is pretty amazing <laughs> is number one, like you said, like you, I was nervous. I was nervous as fuck. So then just, and I was on a high, like this is just amazing. And then this guy comes up to me and says, Hey, I listened to your show. Can I get a picture with you? And Megan and I look at each other. We're like, Oh my God, it's our fan. <laughs> Yeah, it was so awesome. So Scott Marquez, that was amazing. That totally made my night. Like you'll forever be our fan. That's that's it. That's all we need. We're done. That was just it was so and it was just awesome. That I that was like probably point zero 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 one percent of what all of the rest of those people deal with all the time. And it was just like, I don't know. I, that's not something I ever expected to happen. So that was pretty amazing. I was hoping there'd be some BFF fans there. And there was. Yep. Our one. He was there. Scotty. <laughs> yeah. It was an amazing night. I can't wait for LA Podfest. Everybody needs to go. I cannot wait. I, I hope. I asked her if there's going to be a meet and greet. She said there's not something, you know, formally set up. But... I was hoping that she'd be selling shirts and stuff. You know, I'd love to get another shirt. The shipping for the, for their shirts is kind of a lot. And I thought, well, if we're going to already be there, it'd be nice to stock up on some because they're super comfortable and cute. And I'd like to get the Snuggleberries one too while I'm there. Yeah, she definitely needs to sell some merch, man, because people want it. I hope she has the pins for sale there because uh, the one that I got, I, I, I put on my hat and I don't want anything bad to happen to it because that's the original one. So I'm going to buy another one. Oh, good idea. Wear, and this is the one that I will stock here and just, you know. Backup pins. Great it's, idea. During the Daniel's intro, um, I really liked his uh, joke about Al. He said that he like tore a swath through the Mormon dating community. <laughs> he held so many doors and so many hands. I thought that was really fun. <laughs> You know, uh, yeah, I was listening to it today, and this is so dumb, you can cut this out, but I was, I had the stupid, <laughs> I have a Roomba, and it was on during the beginning, and I'm like, I had to keep rewinding to hear the bleach cocktail story, and I'm like, why is this Roomba wanting to be right by my feet right now? Can you go somewhere else? Because <laughs> I can't hear what they're saying, so I didn't even hear that joke, and it was really funny. <laughs> yeah, his intros are great, and uh, I can't wait to uh, see them again at PodFest. <laughs> I agree. I think, and, and even Allison said she, she kind of likened it to the movie Soap Dish, which I don't know if you've seen that movie, but I really like that movie too. And it, where uh, Sally Fields is feeling kind of like she's a nobody or whatever. And her publicist just tells her to go to the mall to be seen and it'll make her, you know, boost her ego or whatever. And I, I thought that was kind of cute that Allison, cute might not be the word, that Allison was feeling that that night because... It really was a buzz that about everyone being there. It was just, it was magical. So I'm glad that she felt it as well as I did. You just reminded me of something else. When you mentioned that Allison was like petite, but just pregnant, that reminded me of when I met Allison. Like, I didn't think she was like fat. Like I knew, I know what she looks like, but she's shorter than I thought. And when I saw her, the word that came to my mind was petite. And I think she, she would love that we're calling her petite. Yes. But she she is. Like, she's just, like, a really small lady. Like She uh, is. And when I first met her, the first word that came to my mind was scrawny, which I don't, I don't know, which sounds horrible. But, like, she just looked, like, underweight almost. Just little. She was very little when I first met her. So I, I'm sure she would like to hear that, actually. Because if someone said that to me, I'd be like, thank you. 
Thank you. <laughs> yeah, she's she's really thin and she's um not not like scary thin. She's like a normal skinny lady. Like I and I was kind of surprised and um but then again it's it's like the same thing where you're like, "Oh, I feel so fat." And then people are like, "You look totally normal. It's just brains are crazy." It's true. I she's made up her mind that she's always she's eternally the fat girl like even when i've i've used to when i would lose weight i would take pictures of myself so that i could see it on a picture to be like okay i did lose weight i am skinnier than i think i am now i don't take any pictures but when i do i used to do that where it would be like okay just take a picture of yourself because you can tell a lot from a picture more than you can from looking at the mirror for some reason your brain's like oh my god i'm like 40 pounds over but she just has that mentality. She's and she always will. And being pregnant does not help it. Hopefully, she can wrap her mind around it and enjoy it because it might be her only time. And I would hate for her to miss it. I'm pretty picky about my kind of shoes. I like it uh, medium, uniform sized, uh, not too watery. I like the Newton kind. She was talking about not liking because I've tried like the organic kind, or I'll try different kinds, and it's like watery or too chunky. Like I don't know if you even eat cottage cheese, but. It's one of my go-to snacks, and I would never put soy sauce on it, but it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm not um, exactly a fan of cottage cheese, and I was recently thinking that I could actually live without cheese, period. And maybe Megan will think that's blasphemy, but cheese is not that good. Melted cheese, maybe. <laughs> well, just like uh, just like Greg Fitzsimmons, you know, if Allison comes with cottage cheese, then I guess we're got, just going to have to take it. So I'm sure you're pretty excited about the deleted tweet jingle. I'm excited about all and, the jingles. Okay, good. I, I just thought it was really funny that her her first, her, her tweet that she wants to say every single day or type every day or send out every day is fuck off. And I think that's really funny. Um, I... I also already knew about Jenna's – well, Jenna used to say – listening to Sorry Not Sorry, she talks about in some emails, like she would say sup turds or whatever. And I think that's really funny that she used to do that in tweets. Both of those things are just so funny to me. And I wonder, do you have like a go-to tweet language? Like do you have something that you would always want to say and you don't or anything like that? Yeah, it's funny because when she said that, I was thinking something similar. They're not deleted tweets, but I always think like when I get on Twitter, I do just want to like complain about something and then I choose not to because I'm like, no one gives a shit. There are times where I just think that all the time. Um, but I looked up on Twitter to see if there was there were any tweets that Jenna said sub turds and there are only Two that are similar. One says, subturd, hashtag, candy heart reject. And that was on uh, Valentine's Day 2012. And then she also wrote, sup nerds, let's play make out, marry, murder. Send me your suggestions. Uh, that was on July 18th of 2011. And I, I wish she would do that more because when she says sup nerds, or I mean sup turds, that, that's, that's like the Jenna that I know from the pictures on her website when she was like a sassy New York girl. Yes. Yeah, but when I, when I do go on Twitter, like you'll see I often do all caps. I'll say, hey, it's lit. Yes, that's and, right. Yes. And that's, my, that's my, my brain voice. Like I do say those things in real life, but I don't like on here project that voice because it's a different like part 
of my brain, I guess. I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm not talking about the, what I normally would talk about. So I know. And I've come. That's one reason why I hate Facebook is number one, like I don't give a shit about what people are talking about on there. Like it, they want to share way too much. But then sometimes like I just want to put some stuff out into the universe and I'll say stuff. I'm like, I'm just like one of those turds. And then on Twitter, I just had, you know, this account to talk about Allison things. But now that I also do the best friends fan cast site too, like I don't want to just be doubling up on the same tweets all the time. So just like probably in the past week, I'm like, I'm just going to start talking about my own stuff, you know, that's going on in my life, like that I want to just vent about or whatever, but I don't want to like overboard, you know, whatever I can do that on here. Um, (laughs) so I've just started doing that where it's like, I want to start saying like, fuck off to this person or sup turds or whatever. Like I, that's as long as there's a happy medium of like, there are some people I've had to mute where it's like, Oh my God, like just write a blog or something. I don't need to hear like a whole, they'll have like paragraphs of like 20 tweets of one conversation or, it's like they want to talk about every little thing where it's like, okay, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's another reason um, why I put in my in my Twitter bio, it says rap music. No, it says podcasts, rap music, Seinfeld. So you know what I'm going to tweet about. <laughs> uh, I decided to like stop because like occasionally like there'll be some news story, like this Colin Kaepernick thing that's going on and stuff like that. And I'm like, I want to tweet about it, but I'm like, who cares? No one cares. So I said... Anything that anyone could take as, like, offensive, I'm not even going to fucking talk about it. Because, you know, there's always, you know, some people will agree, some won't. So, I don't know how, but I just got to, like, 160 followers. And I'm like, there's, I don't even tweet about anything. Why are these people following me? And then I think, (laughs) I actually thought about it. I should just tweet whatever I want. And then that way it'll thin the herd. Like, the people who actually want to see this, which is no one. But I'm like, no, I'm just going to stick to my three things. I feel the same way about Facebook where before I was like, I can't say anything. Now I'm getting to the point where it's like, I, well, especially first of all, I started the best friends fan cast group on there so that people can come and talk about Allison and not be restricted, you know, character wise. Um, but so that's made me go on Facebook more and I'm seeing more stuff. And it actually made me see that like a couple of people that are really annoying that I hated deleted me and I didn't know it. So now that I do know, I'm like, okay, that makes it like I can breathe a little bit more over here. There's still a couple that I could lose. And I thought, well, why the fuck do I care about saying whatever I want to say? Like I even never shared my mental illness happy hour episode on there. Cause I'm like, Oh, what if people think this or that? It's like, who the fuck cares? Why not put it on there? Because then I can maybe get rid of some people. And you, you should, because your episode was so, so good. And speaking of that, uh, in this together festival, uh, is going to be podcast comedy and music, uh, festival that is happening November 13th. I already bought my ticket. I'm super excited about going mental illness. Happy hour is going to be there and um, others that I'm not sure about, but I know that I get VIP because I'm an Allison person and super fan. Megan is awesome. So I'm so bummed. Are you going to come out for that or no? Uh, yeah. Have you, you are? Have you, have you listened to last? No, I haven't had a chance to yet. Oh, uh, awesome. No way. Are you, are you listening to mental illness happy hour lately? No, I, now that the kids started school this week, I'm like, finally I can get back to, I need to listen to your episode. I need to get back on that. I need to get back to Sorry Not Sorry. There's And one of my another podcast that's a new one that I'm like in love with. So it's like, okay, it's time. Yeah, I just mentioned it because on that episode, I mentioned 
um, I was listening, I was like seven episodes behind of Mental Illness Happy Hour and I didn't want to start because I'm like, oh, I'm going to get bummed out and I'm already feeling depressed and Aww. and they're like fucking three hours apiece. So it's going to be like a year of my life <laughs> to finish these. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm at work. Fuck it. I'm going to do it and I'll just put them on two times speed and I fucking flew through them. And um, at the end of one, he, he started plugging it finally that he's going to be there and he mentioned that they're going to have support groups at really festival yeah and i was like holy shit megan like thought of everything that is amazing oh my gosh that's so great because i'm still looking for one and half looking half procrastinating half a bunch of other things which is a lot of halves but um that is amazing maybe that's the boost that i need because i feel like it's been like a year since i've been on that show roughly more than a year and i'm still like I don't know. I, I still haven't really dealt with it. You know what I mean? Like, or put any steps towards it that I definitely need to join some sort of a group or something. I definitely being on that show helped me so much in so many ways that was, I didn't expect, but, um, but also opened up to like a scary, you know, scary avenues, I guess, but, but exciting, scary. I don't know. Everybody should go. I'm so glad you're going. That's so cool. So I get to see you two months in a row. That's amazing. And you know what? Also, your friend anniversary with me, we met on November 2nd. So no it'll way. be like a week or so after that. Oh, that's so cool. I feel like I've known you so much longer than that. That's right? So- it feels like a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, God damn it. I told you I've been pretty depressed lately, right? Um, <laughs> okay, let's talk about... The next thing that they talked about was Stranger Things, which I can thank you for turning me on to. Um, you know, after what I'm not, I love horror, anything. So I wasn't scared. I didn't have any apprehension like Allison did, but I was excited to check it out and finally, you know, did. And I was hooked. But then my husband said he was interested. So then I had to wait for us to have time to watch the second episode together. It's like, come on. But um, once he watched it, he's like, okay, this, this show is fucking awesome. I actually almost just said fucking rad. I'm like, nope, I'm holding that till later. <laughs> <laughs> but he was hooked and we breezed through all eight episodes and it, I loved it. I, I, I think it's funny that Daniel wanted to like sit and sit back and pick it apart. Um, I certainly liked how authentically 80s it was. It wasn't like 80s in your face like Colonel Jeff was talking about Napoleon Dynamite where they're like 80s wink it wasn't like that it was just it looked like it was from the 80s and nothing great came from the 80s some good movies but and maybe I think you were born in the 80s but other than that the 80s was an embarrassment but it was just it was authentic and it really took me back to my childhood and you know growing up whatever and doing those kinds of adventures not quite to that extent but I don't know. It was a great, great show. It's funny that they they said maybe the reason that Jenna and Al didn't uh, get into it so much is because they did they weren't you know like of the right age to remember all the nostalgia. But it's funny because they're Jenna and Al are a couple years older than me, and I was relating to the nostalgia. But then again, I'm kind of an old man, um, <laughs> so I don't know which episode it was. But there's an episode where they're wearing these blue headphones. And I remember those from school and I was, it had to be episode one or two. And I was like freaking out that I haven't seen those since I was like in elementary school, but just like, like little things. And the, the show's really good. And I, we haven't really had time to talk about it. Um, but I do want to hear your thoughts on the show, but it's funny when, when Daniel was saying, you know, it's like, he's just shitting on this show that people like. <laughs> and I, when I watch movies, I don't, 
like dissect them so I can actually enjoy a shitty movie more than I should probably. I'm and the same way. I'm the exact same way. I don't read into it until someone points it out. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess. Whatever. But there were certain things I didn't like about it. Um, I, I, I thought that it was weird. I don't want to, I don't think this is a spoiler for anyone, but like that 11, she knew things and then all of a sudden she didn't know things. Does that make sense? Like, like what? Um, like common things where they're like, this is a phone or this is a whatever. And then she's oh. like kind of confused about life. And then all of a sudden she like knows so much about something else. Okay. It, it just kind of going back and forth on that, but that could just be from where she's from or like time or whatever, who knows? But other than that, I can't think of, I don't know, bring Barb back second season. That's about it. I, I That was the only thing that I thought maybe if she talked a little bit more, I would like it more. But I don't know. It, other than that, everything was pretty great. Yeah, I think unfortunately Barb is gone for good. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I did notice that because like at times it's like emotions. What are those? Right. And then she's like, oh, yeah, I'm like doing this and that and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so, all of a sudden I'm um, all emotional. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, but yeah, it was it was a really good show, and they they just released not a trailer for season two, but they just it's like you know the theme song, and it just flashes all the ti- the titles for each episode mm. for season two, and it's coming twenty seventeen. Who knows when? But oh, that's too I can't. <laughs> oh, and then fucking and then Twin Peaks is yes. coming. Yes, and- oh, so excited. Yeah, um, I love the theme song for Stranger Things, and I love the opening sequence to it, like the whole thing, the whole, everything about it. It's very, to me, it was like Stand By Me, I think what everyone else is saying, like Goonies, uh, it was like E.T., and then like throw some horror in there. It was like a mixture of, of, of everything, uh, Close Encounters, like a, a whole bunch of things all in one. And what, one of the things that Allison was saying on the live stream Q&A when she was talking about watching Stranger Things and she was saying that, that they had 80s faces, like 80s shaped heads. And I'm like, I totally thought the same thing. And I don't think it was the hair. Yes, the haircuts were square. But I'm thinking like the brother, especially of of um, Will's older brother, his face was very 80s looking. <laughs> and it wasn't his hair. It was his like, he looked like a young Stephen King or something. That That show really got the look down really well. Except there was one truck. Somebody was driving a truck and the outside is the like looks like an old truck but the inside had the dash from the Ooh. next so it was like i can't remember it was 1994 that they changed cuz i used to drive my old suburban and mine's was in 94 so i think it might have been 95 that it looks like the outside is old but the inside is from the next generation interesting so i'm i'm just a weirdo is what i'm saying and i might be confusing shows but i don't think so i pointed it out to <laughs> well, someone it's funny because my husband did notice cars he was like how are all these cars existing somewhere like in such good shape I'm like right? i don't know i said I, well maybe wherever this is filmed they're actually just there still well i know there are companies that like find these things mm. and but um i think he's driving like a k5 blazer right i don't even know and I was just like, I was like, man, look at that thing. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> it's funny. I like, I like shitty old things too. But yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be my memoirs. I like shitty old things, and I don't cry. Um, <laughs> uh, well, thanks for turning me on to that show. It was great. Um, and I don't want to take credit. Like I was like, hey, I found this show that no, no, I just, you I were. Like, I didn't I actually hear about it until you mentioned it to me. So first of all. And you were at the Twin Peaks Fest at the time, and I was just like, I watched it, and I was like, 
if I know anyone who will like this show, it's Lisa, so I'm texting her. Aw, you're right. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, everyone loves the show, and we can pick it apart, but, but, oh yeah, but that reminds me, um, when I watch a movie, I don't, like, think about it, and then, like, I don't, I think maybe it's because I didn't go to college. I think that's actually what it is. <laughs> because, like, when I'm watching a movie, I'm just, like, watching it. And then it'd be, like, someone would be, like, oh, no, that's an allegory for his relationship with his mother. And I'm, like, oh, I thought he was just, like, cooking. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what's so funny, too, that I love David Lynch movies. And there are so many, like, crazy, weird, twisty things. And people would be, like, oh, this means that and that means this. And I'm, like, huh? <laughs> I'm just in, in it for the movie. And, like, it looks cool and it sounds cool. Like, I... I don't read into it that much. And maybe it's because I only went to like half college and stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> um, that's funny. That's funny that you say that. But I, I think we just watch things differently. I, I know hearing people talking about having their phones open while movies are on and doing like so much research. And I'm like, I don't want any of that. I want the least amount of that as possible. And that's a big reason why I can't watch, you know, real mainstream movies with big stars in it because I know too much about their lives already. That's like, eh. And then I'm always surprised. Like if I do happen to see it, it's like, Oh wow, that was actually really good. I was taken out of, you know, their, whatever their crazy drama life. Speaking of crazy drama lives, uh, Ali Michelle's journal. This one is so different from her last one. And you could definitely tell her age and definitely her, the way she spoke is so different where the last time I remember saying something about like, it just, it sounded just like her, just a younger, a little bit younger version of her, like her, you know, her smart big words and stuff. But, (laughs) but this was just so innocent and so, so, so rad. I, everything about it, um, Number one, this is 1991, okay? She talked about going... This part, I have to just put in there because she went to Balboa Island. I lived on Balboa Island for one year, but I think it was 1990, not 91. So we miss each other. I lived on Diamond Street. She said she was on Iris or something. But anyways, that's separate. Um, Her boy crazy journal and like everything, just everything is so vulnerable. And I wish, I wish that I had journals from them because it would be very similar I love men. I mean, ah, (laughs) everything about it is like, it reminded me of Sweet Valley High or something. Just so, just so boy, like crazy. I don't know. It's just, oh, I love every second of it. But what what was your take on it being the guy side of it? Well, I mean, I love that it said Allie Michelle. (laughs) Um, I don't know if everyone saw the picture that she uh, tweeted out, but. Um, the only thing I got from it is that like she kept saying, I don't recognize this person. And I thought the same thing. I'm like, that does not seem like Allison. And I mean, obviously I didn't know her back then and we, we've all changed over time. But when she said, uh, you know, he'll never like her because she's a fat bitch. And I was like, (laughs) whoa, like that is so not the Allison I want to hang out with. No, not at all. Like that, and she's like, and ironically, like me calling her fat. And I thought that was really funny. Just that whole, it didn't sound like her at all. I agree. It's just Allie Michelle is definitely an alter ego, a younger. What was she? Sixteen? I forgot what her age was. Fifteen? Um, I think I did the math, and she was like sixteen. I'll do the math again real quick. <laughs> yeah, because I think. See, I was like fifteen when I lived there for a minute. But I was still, like, taking the ferry across to the island and getting puffy paint and, like, making sweatshirts and stuff. What what is puffy paint? (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> so that's good uh, that you don't know. <laughs> she was born in seventy six, right? No, she's seventy seven. I'm seventy six. Oh, then she would have been sixteen. So it's just funny how many stories are crossing paths with her, but never would have known. <laughs> you know, imagine like going to the same parties. I don't think I was going to parties yet. I was still too young. I was still in my puffy paint phase. <laughs> I. Okay, that sounds vaguely familiar. Is it like these neon paints that people... Um, they can come in any colors, yes. Uh, you decorate clothing and it's just like kind of like plastic almost. It dries. It's like glue or something. It just looks like a stream of glue and then it dries. It hardens and it's like this decoration. <laughs> okay, so I'm so bad at math. She would have been 14 oh. in 1991? That can't be right. Are you sure she wasn't born in 76? No. Huh. 77 and 87 so 40, oh, 14 that did they give licenses at 14 years old maybe she was oh yeah hmm we're gonna have to ask her about this because the date was clear that it was 1991 and right. her, that's weird anyway maybe she had like a, a a permit maybe she had just turned 15 or something i don't know the the dates don't add up though no they don't I you know use... what? Actually, I want to see the birth certificate. Uh, her and Obama. She, Let's see them. Was she really born in Oakland? Uh, I'm not so uh, sure. Uh, huh. I think that I used the word rad and dude more than I did in 1991. Now, <laughs> I don't say no problemo, but I do say something worse. I, th- I, I, I probably don't say it as much anymore, but coolio, I definitely say that. Why did I share that? But yeah, I think, I don't know, that journal entry was just so, it was, like someone said it was like Saved by the Bell, it was definitely like that. It, it was like Tiffany Amber Thiessen was writing it, or, or her like nerdier chubby cousin. <laughs> Somebody, I think it might have been Al or something mentioned, and she said maybe maybe she was not so boy crazy, she was just getting into the, like, the character of being boy crazy, she said something like that. So, like, maybe she just thought this is how, like, what she's supposed to write about or something. Yeah. But it's funny because she said, oh, I had a little crush on my driver's teacher or whatever. And it's like, I remember that. I remember having, like, little crushes on everybody. Like, everybody. Just totally boy crazy. And then totally not. No. Um, just It's just so funny. Like, I am not looking forward to my daughter going through that stage of, like, oh, my God, this guy's so cute. And they're not talking to me anymore and blah, blah, blah. It's like, ugh. The whole thing. My friend, his little sister is in high school. And it's funny because she, she, I would like go over to their house and I'd be like talking with her. And she'd tell me like, oh, I got in a fight with this girl. And oh, this girl's not talking to me. And then she's like, oh, my God, she's calling me right now. And I was just like, <laughs> I could not fucking deal with that. I don't know how parents do it. Ugh, no, I think homeschool is what needs to happen. I need to have real weird people <clears throat> as my kids. <laughs> I'm raising weird wear, people over here. They could wear sweaters with puffy writing on oh them. Oh my god! I have a okay. Let me just. I'm gonna just tell you a little snippet from my life because I don't have a journal. Okay, so sixth, seventh grade, both of those years, I got into puppy paint. My stepsister and I. The reason why I lived in Balboa is because my stepdad lived there. So like we lived there for a year before we all moved together to somewhere else, and. So her and I would take the ferry across, and I don't know if you've seen Gleaming the Cube, but it was filmed at Balboa, and you can see the fun zone there. Like, that's where we would go, and, like, you go to the shops, and, like, we would get our puppy paint, and I would go to the fabric store and get fabric and cut out, like, pictures <laughs> and get sweats, like, sweatshirts 
pullover sweatshirts, not hoodies, just sweatshirts, like total nerd wear. And put the pieces of fabric, like a picture of a bird or like picture. <laughs> I had a picture of like a surfer girl. <laughs> and I glued it to my sweatshirt. And then I you outline it in puffy paint. Like it could be glittery or whatever. Neon, as a, you mentioned before. And so I remember making a matching set for my sister. Like a matching uh, sweatpants and shirt set. So it like had like the scene on it with like a dog and a balloon. And then I put like balloons down the side of the leg to match the top. And she was like three years younger than me, so it was fine for her to wear. But I remember waiting for the bus. And number one, I've always been the same. I wear the same things all the time. And I've always been like that. I still am like that. So I would wear my like puffy paint sweatshirt. And I remember someone at the bus up there like, oh, and it, oh by the way, <laughs> it was a surfer girl. And it had the word surf and sand next to it. So <laughs> I made like a, I, I also was like in sewing. So I was like making pillows and I use this fabric for that. And I'm like, I'm going to make this totally cool shirt because I'm a California girl. And so then I'm waiting at the bus stop and I heard like these two girls like whispering about me like, oh, it's surf and sand again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, uh, you know, when you're a kid and you think nobody notices those things, mm-hmm. you're just like, I'm cool. Like for the longest time. And this is one of Jenna's jokes, actually, from her show talking about like not combing the back of your hair. Like people aren't going to notice. <laughs> I totally used to do that. Like, uh, who cares? No one's good. Who's going to see back there? Oh, everybody? (laughs) I'm surfing sand. We have yet another nickname for you. (laughs) Oh, such a nerd. Oh, it's funny because like I can say that and people can be like, oh, yeah, you know, you probably weren't really or whatever, or maybe you are. But getting a confirmation from my mom like this past year, she's like, oh, man, you were such a nerd. I'm like, oh. Thanks a lot, Mom, for helping me out on that one. (laughs) I've never had that. I don't think they would, I don't think they even knew me to tell me what I was like. (laughs) See, that's what I thought about my mom. I'm like, really? But I I now, I understand that because when I got a stepsister, my stepsister was skinny and she was like cooler and she got really good grades and she was like, she wasn't like all blonde in like California, but she was definitely like the daughter that my mom would, prefer and i remember my mom just like kissing her ass like she just loved her so much and i was just like oh apparently i'm just like total chopped liver of surf and sand over here i could not have been more at the peak of being don wiener than in 1991 that was me i am such a fucking wiener dog her journal was awesome i love that they're bringing the journals back to every thursday show because i could i can not get enough of it i want it from everybody all the time and that sounded really horrible uh, i did think uh, daniel's little joke about some guy named israel 666 <laughs> and his kids were the sixlets and uh yeah that was pretty funny and it's funny because i don't know when he's joking and when he's not yes and so I wrote it down. I'm like, I'm going to have to look this up. And I haven't looked it up, but I'm sure he was joking. And I was thinking the same thing. And there's sometimes that I'm like, is he joking and nobody's getting the joke? Or because I couldn't relate more to that. Or are you saying a joke that's not that funny? I couldn't relate more to that. Or is he just, or is it serious? I don't know. Yeah, oh. I, I'm the same. And t- speaking of Daniel being so funny, during the journal, it was... He was so funny when, when uh, you know, they were talking about how she broke a rule and went to Balboa Island. And he said, 
that they know you've been on Balboa because you walk in and under your arm is a cross-stitched thing that says home sweet home. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, because I have my bag of puppy paints for my next project. Uh, and what Jenna said is frozen bananas. They have like a frozen banana stand on like every corner. So I remember my stepsister and I eating frozen bananas and our bags of puppy paints. There's a cross always... stitch of home sweet home. <laughs> Allison talked about um, taking sleeping pills regularly and using Benadryl for sleep. My sister, she used to take sleeping pills to fall asleep, and I would tell her, that's not good for you. That can't be good for you. And I know of another person who takes sleeping pills regularly, and I'm like, that's not good for you. That can't be good for you, and I don't like it. But, And it's funny. Okay, I'm talking about Megan. That's what I'm I know. About. It's got to be me, too. So when I would go over there and stay with her, she would, like, come home from work, and I'd come home from being out. Because I I don't want to be in her apartment if she's not there. So not because she's like, don't be here if I'm not here. It's just because, I mean, I want to talk to Megan. No, it's tempting to go through her undies. No, not at all. (laughs) And if uh, if she's not there, I'm like, well, I might as well be out enjoying California because I'm not here that often. So I'd come home and I would just tell her, like, oh, let me know when you're home and then I'll finish up whatever I'm doing and meet you at home. So I would go and then we'd, like, start chatting and whatnot. And then she's, like, one time she was like, I already took my sleeping pill, so you have, like, an hour. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And then fast forward, like, three hours and we're still talking and we're both, like, falling asleep. But, yeah, I don't like that she takes uh, sleeping pills regularly. And I told my sister the same thing. I'm like, that can't be good for you. Like, you're tired. You can fall asleep. Yeah, it's tricking yourself. When I had insomnia really bad, um, I used to take allergy medicine or any kind of me- – because every medicine makes me tired pretty much. So I used to take tons of allergy medicine to fall asleep. And that's can't be good for anything. And then I started taking Benadryl like kind of – recently actually when i had i had something what was it i don't know some sort of infection or something for what it was nothing bad nothing gross nothing disgusting um but the guy told me to the guy <laughs> the doctor <laughs> oh my god i couldn't have snorted more into the mic um the doctor told me to take a benadryl at night and then oh yeah i was <laughs> oh yeah it was, it was my skin rash real hot um i was taking a benadryl at night and then take like a zyrtec in the morning to like double up on allergies stuff, whatever medicine I'm going off the rails here. And so it started making me fall asleep. I'm like, Ooh, that's nice. Cause like I said before going, you know, that would be my ideal way out of this life is to fall asleep permanently. So to have that feeling every night is like pretty amazing. But I, I stopped because, and I also would get some sleep aid pills just for that, like just to take the edge off. But for the most part I use, I am um, podcasts to help me fall asleep and that always works something going on in my ears to like get my mind off of the world instead of having to take the drugs because it's not good to be, you know, dependent on those things because you need to, your body needs to know how to sleep on its own. Let's talk about your favorite JMO. I think I know which one it's going to be, but you go ahead and say. I'm sure you don't actually. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, so I listened to this episode a few times because I was listening to it at work. So I was just making sure I didn't miss anything. And uh, I misheard this JMO. I misunderstood it like three different times. But um, on the Thursday episode, Lauren Kay said, someone asks what I'm eating while I'm trying to chew my food. I feel rage as I swallow my mouthful in a rush to answer politely. 
I thought what she was talking about was when, you know, you're at a restaurant and the waiter comes by and he's like, how is everything? Mm. And you're like chewing and you're like, yeah, yeah, good, whatever. And that's what I thought she was talking about. Um, so I don't have thoughts on hers, but it, um, that wouldn't bother me just because I would be like, I'm chewing, obviously you have to wait. Um, but at the at the restaurants, I hate it because they're just coming to check to see if anything's wrong, you know, and I'm not going to complain about food. Like yesterday, they made a mistake and I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to eat it. Um, and what I do, because they always come when you're, you got a mouthful, is you just, I just chew and I nod like, oh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, oh, yeah, we're good. And I've heard that they, they do that on purpose so that they don't have to, so you can't ask them for something else. But it, right. it's like, it sucks because there are sometimes that I want something and then I'm like, okay, I have to wait to take my bite until I can talk to them because I know they're going to come right around as soon as I put it in my mouth. I thought for sure you were going to pick the GMO where they talked about Seinfeld. That's the one I was going to. <laughs> I was like, you can't, you don't got me figured out. <laughs> yes. Choose that as your own, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I was just going to talk about my own from Monday's episode about, uh, girls that wear shoots or have squared off manicures because it, it freaks me out and it's disgusting and it looks like pig hooves and I don't like it and that's it. I hate it. It's gross. So I'm against artificial nails just because they're weird and I don't like that clicky sound they make. Ooh, yes. And I have gel nails and I will tap like the, when I'm driving, I do like this, like thing and i don't realize it and the kids have mentioned like oh you know that's like my thing and i'm like oh my god i didn't realize i did it that was just so like 80s and like gross (laughs) um yeah like i don't like super long nails and um those those shoes that you tweeted the picture those look i also have thoughts on shoes as you would probably guess by now (laughs) um those are some weird shoes. They were talking about some gladiator sandals. and Yeah, they th- I think they they're were... back too, by the way. I keep oh. seeing them again. It's like, no, no, no. Ladies, I, please. I remember seeing these things and I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with you bitches? What, like, what are you wearing? <laughs> it's that. Well, okay. Jenna also talks about loving her Uggs. I don't understand the Uggs. I don't understand the gladiator sandals. The shoots are fucking disgusting. Like, pick something. You pick a shoe or you pick a boot. I don't want an in-between, like, no. I, I don't need shoes with identity crisis. Just please. I, I don't like any of it. And it looks like a hoof. It's disgusting. And then the squared off nails. Like, I don't like French tips, but I don't like the square. I hate long nails. I think they're gross. But square nails, sometimes my when I get my nails done, they'll square them off a little bit. And I'm also like you when you get a manicure. No, I'm just kidding. When you order something and they do it wrong, I just like, all right, I'm just going to work through it. So what I do is I just leave and like do it. I, like, I don't want to be picky white girl. Like, hey, can you please make my nails rounder? Like, I just want to like get the fuck out of there because I already feel bad. <laughs> so then I'll like file it down myself. But it's just like so disgusting looking. It's like, why do you want your fingers to look stumpy and disgusting? Oh, and it's funny because I usually send in JMOs with my account, and I thought, I'm going to send it in with this one because then she'll say the name. Little did I know it was going to be when Greg Fitzsimmons is on, and little did I know that she was going to, like, say all these nice things. I just thought she, I'd just say the name, and it's like, okay, that's cool. But, man, that was amazing. So, uh, I think, speaking of amazing, I think this was super amazing, super rad, and super fun, and... I'm glad I got to chat with you today. I'm so fucking glad it's Friday. I kept thinking, oh, man, it's still Thursday because we usually record on Thursdays. It's Friday. I'm so excited. Um, I got to go pick up the kids soon. And 
then they're going to go to grandma's and I'm going to go get a drink because I'm an alcoholic apparently. Thanks everyone for listening to the show. This has been so much fun getting to, to know more and more people. Talking about Allison is always fun. Meeting my one fan, like it's so cool. Not my, I would say it's ours because this show is really all of ours. It's just, you know, it's been really, really cool. And if you guys would like to be a part of the show, just email me bfancast at gmail.com and if you want to go back and listen to um, old shows, archives of JMO Patrol, go to bfancast.com support Allison for sure go to allisonrosen.com she has so many she has so many sponsors that's where I also saw because I'm like how else can I support Allison so I'm looking through I'm like man she's got a lot of sponsors super awesome for her but we need to support her um, any, any way that we can be a Patreon supporter, number first and foremost, if you're going to do anything, because it is definitely worth the price of admission. Super fun to interact with her and to get awesome stuff. Follow us on Twitter at BF Fancast. Follow me at JMOs and BFFs. Rafael, where can we follow you? Um, I guess RMC Guitars on Twitter if you want to talk about rap music which nobody does. If more people post on that uh, Facebook, the Best Friends Fancast of Facebook group that's what it's called um <laughs> i will try to get in there it's just i don't like facebook uh, it's i don't know but it is if people start conversing in there i would i would happily join in also don't forget that our pal ashley is doing the ms walk again so go to her uh twitter page underscore underscore ashley and you can help her out with that you already mentioned it but um Megan is doing the In This Together Festival, and I, I've typed in like a couple different ways to do it. So ITT Fest will get you there, I think, uh, In This Together Festival, if you have the time to type it out. Um, and yeah, she's doing support groups, uh, podcasts, comedy. It's going to be great. You'll be there. I'll be there. Um, also, I bought my ticket with a promo code that I do not know is, if it's still active or not, but um, M-I-H-H, you get $20 off your ticket, which is pretty generous. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure, I'm not going to mention PodFest. It's in three weeks. I can't fucking wait. If you can't go, use the code Rosen for $5 off, but everyone knows that by now. Well, thank you, Rafi. It was super fun. I'm glad, I'm glad that you and I are on here. See, this is the show. Um, <laughs> thank you and fuck off.